Hi everyone and welcome to the Tech Recruitment Podcast. This is the episode number, the next one, so let's kick it off. Hi everyone and welcome to the fourth episode of the Tech Recruitment Podcast. Just yesterday and the day before, the podcast was approved by Apple and Google. So uh, you guys should be able to listen to it on your favorite platform, which is uh, really good news. And I also had a call with my business mentor who has uh, lots of lots of experience with uh agencies with IT outsourcing with software development with entrepreneurship and uh, we talked about what should I focus on shall I focus on getting new clients or shall I focus on building um, building the talent pool because obviously both uh, are important And in an ideal world, I would have uh, a steady stream of new clients and new leads. And at the same time, I would have a solid pool of uh, IT talents. But that's the ideal world, right? I don't have that yet, even though in the past, say, uh, pretty much for the whole uh, last year, I've been in touch with IT professionals. And I um, was talking to potential clients and uh, I had a few clients we onboarded IT services for, but it's not like I have a steady stream of new leads, obviously. So I'm starting on a green field with this business, but that's what I'm so excited about. So thanks guys for being with me on this journey. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sharing some of these insights. And the coach, uh, the, the mentor, he told me that most of the agencies he has seen in the past fail. They actually failed and went into bankruptcy because they didn't have enough sales. He mentioned that none of those agencies he saw go out of the business, none of them failed because of uh, the lack of IT professionals. So that was an interesting insight and it's uh, giving me some clarity into what I should focus on going forward. Obviously, building a stream of uh, leads. If you guys don't know what a lead is, it's a marketing terminology uh, used in in marketing and sales um, and it refers to someone who is interested in products or services another business offers. So they opt in, they give their contact information, and as a result, they become so-called lead. And it also reminds me what Grant Cardone, who is a famous salesperson, wrote in one of his books. He wrote that the number one a business fails is because the ideas, the services, the products are not sold quickly enough in quantities great enough and therefore the business runs out of money. And it's quite powerful, right? It gives us some clarity into what to focus on. Let's go get some sales and then we will find software developers later because you can just source of the developers. You still have, say, two, three weeks to find people before a project starts. So obviously, we we need to know how to find these developers. If we have already a talent pool, that's a huge advantage, but it should not discourage us from 
getting potential clients. So that's what I'm going to focus on going forward. And in the next episodes, I'll also share with you guys uh, my, my marketing and sales strategy, what I came up with, how do I get, get leads on board. And there is one more insight I would like to share with you guys. Um, let me tell you a little story first, which, uh, which dates back probably two, three years ago when I had this idea, you know, to start something unique. We were going through a prototyping phase where we had this awesome idea, a very unique idea. I hired a designer. I hired a developer. I had a business partner. We were coming out with a really, really fancy solution. And uh, then we were not able to sell it on the market. So that's, that's when I learned this important concept of, uh, of going where the money is. Because in fact, we built a really, really cool solution to a problem which was not really a problem. So people were not willing to invest their money in our solution because it was not a problem for them. So I keep on top of my mind uh, from then on this, this little phrase, go where the money is. And even if I look at all the IT roles, there are so many, obviously, right? There are software developers, there are testers, there are, um, I don't know, uh, web developers using content management systems. There are uh, testers, data engineers, cybersecurity engineers. Like there are so many IT professionals and uh, there is money in recruiting and outsourcing these professionals. But if you look at the distribution of these roles, you would notice that the majority of IT roles are within the software development space, especially web development, because uh, there are just so many websites are there, are out there, right? So companies need web developers, they need uh, software developers to build um, some integrations, to build some custom software. And then again, if you look at how this software can be built, it is through programming languages, starting with JavaScript, Java, C-sharp, Python, Ruby, uh, Golang, etc. But again, if we look at the distribution of these languages, we would see that most of the websites are created using just a few programming languages. For example, JavaScript and Java and C-sharp and PHP and Python. So if I should choose the few, then I would probably just go with, with, with these uh, programming languages. And I was just looking at the uh, survey done by uh, Stack Overflow. They usually organize these uh, surveys every year. They ask tens of thousands of developers what is their favorite programming language. And um, it's, it's not really surprising, but these languages that I just mentioned are the most popular languages. So uh, let me just repeat it again. It is uh, JavaScript, Python, C-sharp, PHP, and Java. So these four or five languages are the mainstream. So going forward, I would like to focus on software development, web development using JavaScript, Java, C-sharp, PHP. Okay, because Python is um, 
is, is also used for data science, for data engineering, for, for DevOps, for scripting. It's not just for web development. For web development, I would say it's, it's more frequent. Uh, yeah, like JavaScript is more f- frequent or Java or C Sharp or PHP. Okay, so, uh, so go where the money is. Focus on the IT roles that are most common instead of uh, focusing on some of these uh, more obscure roles which are difficult to find. It's difficult to find clients for these roles. It's difficult to source developers or, say, cybersecurity engineers. And I know some companies are actually migrating their whole projects from Go. Uh, Go is a programming language. So some companies have created projects written in Go, Go language, Golang, but they cannot find people to keep maintaining these projects. So they migrate from Golang to Java or JavaScript because so many more developers want to work with Java or JavaScript or PHP. Okay, so uh, so this is my, my takeaway. Okay, focus on where the money is. Go where the money is. Software development using the most common, most popular programming languages. And then again, within those programming languages, there are some popular frameworks. For example, with JavaScript, there are gazillions of software frameworks, but only a few are popular. For example, um, Vue.js, Angular, and React, and Node.js on the backend. Uh, and React Native for cross-platform mobile applications. Okay, so if I were to focus on JavaScript web developers, I would focus on those who work with uh, with React or Angular. Okay, so this is how, how you can also look at the whole map of IT roles. Uh, and uh, inside the MindMaps booklet, uh, we have this mind map of about 75 different roles. Some of them are like really confusing, especially when these different developers use different names for pretty much the same role, like a software developer, software engineer, programmer, coder, full stack developer. It could be pretty much the same person. But if you look at the map, you will start seeing some patterns. And then you focus on the most lucrative, the biggest cake, because most of the clients are looking for those roles. So I want to serve those clients. And at the same time, it's uh, easy to find these developers because there are so many out there. Okay, so uh, yeah, this was a quick, quick insight. Hopefully you guys uh, find it useful focusing on the program languages and roles that are mainstream going uh, where the money is and at the same time focusing on lead generation. So uh, as, as my business mentor mentioned, most of the agencies go out of the business because they don't have enough sales. They don't have enough clients. So let's focus on that part. And I'll be focusing on getting clients in the area that is most prevalent. Most of the uh, most of the um, market, most of the money are in software development using JavaScript, Java, C Sharp. So that's what I'm going to focus on. Okay. So I'll keep you posted, guys. I'll share next time the 
uh, the marketing and sales strategy, how to actually get some of these clients, how to get them on calls. Uh, so it will be fun. I hope you will subscribe to this channel, uh, to this podcast. If you like it, just hit the subscribe button. And uh, yeah, uh, let me know how you like it. Send me an email to michal at michaljuhas.com and uh, share some feedback. I really appreciate you guys uh, being with me on this journey. Hopefully, we will have a chance to work together at some point as, uh, as business partners or uh, you can refer clients to me and I'll pay commission or maybe you can source uh, developers for me and I'll pay you the, the uh, sourcing fee. So uh, there are lots of ways how we can work together. Don't hesitate uh, reaching out. And until next time, have a wonderful day. Bye. Hi again and really quick, if you'd like to get a new job as the tech recruiter or if you'd like to start working as the independent freelance tech recruitment consultant or if you'd like to start and grow your own agency, we can help you get closer to your goals. So just go to our website techrecruitmentacademy.com and learn more about the programs that we organize every now and then. So just go to the website techrecruitmentacademy.com. 